It's time for Caught on Tape with Doug Murin. And now your host, Doug Murin. Hey, welcome. Glad you could join the show today. Hey, today, you know what we're going to talk about? Something something kind of interesting. It's a, it's a message I've shared over the years. Uh, I think I remember at least three times. I call it killing the lies in your life. Killing lies. Um, in the Gospel of John, uh, Jesus warned us the the formidable foe in our lives, Satan, uh, was not a friend of the truth. Uh, some will say he tells half-truths. I, I don't even think he's a friend of half-truths. He's, he's a liar from the beginning, Jesus said. And in John chapter 8, uh, verse uh, about 44, he says, you, he says to Satan, you are the to the Pharisees, rather, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Wow. So, uh, killing lies, I've discovered is a big part of being a healthy Christian uh, because we are all through our lives fed things that aren't true. I mean, Satan's been a liar from the beginning, as Jesus just said. And so we're going to come back and look at that, this, this uh, show. And we're going to, we're going to talk about how do, how do you, how do you go about killing lies in your life? How do you, how do you go about being a person that is fortified and really living strongly in the joy of truth. Hey, I want to take a break before we move into our uh, presentation here and, and uh, say uh, this show is a, is a, is a, a friend supported show. And one of the things that, that I'm, I'm feeling like I want to do, if I can get the, the support for this show and the next one is we, we've, I've been talking to uh, the Krista about doing some three minute evangelism slots late at night and some other stations as well. And uh, I, I am seeking partners who want to be part of putting together a little show like that. I, I, I think the, the, the format I would put in mind to people that people my age would remember it or even younger, but there used to be these little three little three minute things that Paul Harvey guy called uh, the rest of the story. I'm going to call them kind of the rest of the story, uh, which are just little snippets uh, about how faith works, about how to believe again. And, uh, I, they're, they're for evangelism purposes because I, I'll tell you, there are a lot of people that you it may surprise you that they do pop, pop on a, a radio program here and there. And, and uh, so if you want to be part of helping that evangelism with some other friends of mine, you can go to uh, and support our present show. And I'd be happy this month to send you a book. If you can help us, it's called A Way Through the Wilderness by Jamie Buckingham of oh, the finest book ever written on the wilderness crossing of Israel. I mean, it is a spectacular book. And you can go to our website, Doug Muirn Radio, make a contribution, say it's for the show, and I'll make sure you get that book. Folks, I've got a friend on the phone from uh, Faith Life Software Company. Uh, his name's Scott Lindsay. And Scott, thanks for joining us today. Hey, good to be here. I love your products. Uh, you guys sent me a stellar I... program. Yeah, I knew there was a reason why I liked you so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 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 up till one and two in the morning using my my program that, that you sent. I'm just just amazing amounts of I'm I mean almost endless data in your programs there. 
Yeah, so we've been doing this now for 28 years. Um, things are going real well. We're almost 400 employees uh, headquartered uh, here in Bellingham, Washington. And we have about 5 million users now worldwide. Whoa. And 5 million. So for 28 years, our passion has been the Bible, helping people study it better. Uh, but you and I both know from all the latest uh, statistics, not only denominationally, but even uh, things that Barna is saying right now, is that Bible study is on a significant decline. Yeah. And, you know, there's two primary reasons for that. One, you know, a lot of people are busy, and so they would love to give the excuse that I don't have enough time to study the Bible. Uh, and that's one of the great things about Logos. I mean, literally in seconds, Logos can do 10, 20, 30 hours of uh, research and just get you to exactly what you need on a particular passage or topic. But the other thing that I love about Logos is it makes the Bible come to life with visuals, so video, infographics, maps, and charts, because we really do learn uh, with our eyeballs. And so one of the things that we've been really trying to do with Logos over the last few years is, is make it visual. So as you're studying the Psalms, you get to see who wrote what and what uh, genre, you know, is, is the psalm more about lament or is it about hope or is it about trusting God? But again, giving you a way to learn and engage with the scripture uh, that is very visually engaging is one of my favorite parts about the software. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, you're right. I, I get lost in mine. I, I get going and I look up and it's two in the morning. I follow word studies, as you say, they got nice videos. How can, okay, now, if people buy this from you, you guys are are actually helping me with the radio show. You knew that, didn't you? Yeah. So just because of uh, you know you featuring logos on your show, we we're, we've set up a special web page uh, with a special discount. So we typically don't have uh, discounts, uh, and so for the listeners, uh, they can go to logos dot com. And then forward slash caught on tape. So again, logos.com caught on tape. And there you can see a little bit more about Logos and the different libraries that we offer, but that discount will be there as well. And yes, for anyone that purchases, uh, we are going to give a donation back to the ministry. So not only are we going to help you get in the Word and get excited about studying the Bible, but at the same time, uh, bless the ministry and... Uh, a win-win. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it, and uh, I'm 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 actually hoping we're hoping. I haven't quite got it shaped to presentation yet, but we're talking about even doing a course with you guys. Oh, that'd be amazing! So, yeah, that's been one of the things we've been doing for the last three or four years is literally having the top scholars and pastors from all over the world here at our headquarters and actually doing courses. So, um, it's one of the the newest things we're doing that I'm most excited about. Well, man, I'm 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 glad we could have you on the on the show. And and if they go to your website, and you can give the, the how they can make sure we get credit for it too for the show. But uh, what you've got like some amazing products. I think people ought to go there and look at. How would they get to all your products? Yeah. So if they go again to the website logos.com forward slash caught on tape. Uh, Logos is a library, so when you purchase the bronze level or the silver or the gold, we've got different levels. Uh, the higher you go, the more books you get. So, uh, you know, the bronze is a very good place to start. That's got all the major Bible translations, some great commentaries, Bible dictionaries, and so on. Um, and, and 
you're really saving money, meaning if you were to buy all the books that we put into our Logos packages, I mean, you, you could spend upwards of seven $8,000 in print, meaning, you know, go to your Christian bookstore, load up on the counter, everything we're giving you, easy, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000, but in Logos, it's pennies on the dollar. So uh, by buying it inside of Logos, you're getting literally five, 600 books. Uh, for what it might cost to buy one commentary set in paper. So the value's there in the library, but it's what the software does for you that makes it really worth its weight in gold. It literally does all the searching and finding for a topic like prayer or marriage, or maybe you're studying Romans 8, and you mentioned word studies will help people do Greek and Hebrew word studies and so on. So you're right. Uh, you know, I've heard people have called us or emailed us and said, ever since I got Logos, I can't stop studying the Bible. Like, it, it has reignited my passion for the Scripture uh, because of the way that you bring me the information I need instantly. And a side note, you know, one of the disturbing trends I see today is people going to Google for biblical answers. That is not the place, <laughs> as we both know. Yeah. For biblical answers. I don't so, think you so. Know, this, I don't think so. This is what this is what most people are using sure. today, pastors you know of, and yeah. it's a safe place. It's a it's a definitely better to go to Logos than to go to Google. I say so. Yeah, and I've I've known your founders for a long time, and uh, you guys have consistently just improved constantly. So you you sort of join a family, actually. It's an awesome family. That's yeah. why I've been here 22 years. Yeah. Uh, and, and let me also say, I'm glad you mentioned that, because not only is the software itself wonderful, but the company itself is amazing, mm-hmm. meaning we have free training, we have free customer service, uh, we're even open on Saturdays, because our mission is better Bible study. So however we can help you do better Bible study, we're there for you. So again, we're going to oh. teach you how to use it. We're going to be there when your computer doesn't work right or something. You can pick up the phone and call us, and we will treat you like a brother or sister in the Lord because, again, bottom line, our mission is you doing better Bible study. You do it. I've called several times (laughs) and always get satisfied. I've got to confess, sometimes I feel a little stupid that I called after I find out how simple it is. But anyway, thanks, Scott, for joining us on the show today. We'll get you back again and get into a specific product sometime. Hey, I'd love to be back. Okay. Bless you, man. All right. You too. Bye-bye. And now back to more Caught on Tape with Doug Murin. Okay. Our theme today coming back again is killing lies in your life. That's an important part of growing spiritually is getting rid of the falsehoods that have somehow encroached upon your very soul sometimes. I uh, wrote a book called Iceman, and it was the biography of a, a habitual criminal, actually who had received Christ, and uh, he was called the Iceman because he was a hitman for the mafia. And uh, they got he got the nickname because he was so ruthless uh, about uh, about killing people. He, uh, yeah, one of the stories he uh, I put in the book uh, was of uh, him plopping into the jungles of Colombia and basically annihilating a whole gang. <laughs> And, and uh, I, I have to admit, sometimes he'd make me a little nervous, the Iceman, as he was called. Uh, but I, I asked him, I asked him uh, one day, I said, how did you get into being a professional criminal? And he, and he told me 
that he, it was very, he looked at me and said, when I began believing the biggest lie Satan had ever told me, when I believed the lie, I was in trouble. And he said, I was just a kid. And I said, well, tell me about it. And he said, well, my dad used to get drunk and my dad would beat me and he would yell at me and he'd pin me against the wall and drill his finger into my chest and he'd say, you're no good and you're never going to amount to anything. And of course, we know that was a lie because that isn't true of anybody. Now, we are all sinners in need of Christ and grace, but he looked at me and he said, I became dangerous to everybody when I believed that lie. Now, his lie was, was radical. It was, it was actually life-ending, as it turned out. It was just uh, a, a debacle. And, and I've discovered over the years as a pastor, yes, the pursuit of truth is part of our vocation as the church, to fill the earth with the truth, but also to annihilate, as I started out earlier on in the show, with the work of Satan. And his primary work is to tell you lies about yourself. If he can get you to believe that you're no good and you'll never amount to anything, guess what? You're going to act that way. And so part of the work of the church, I believe, is in contending for truth, is to kill lies, to destroy lies. And if you look at our society and you look at our work as believers, and today as you're sitting there, I can guarantee you most of the struggles, probably all of the struggles in your life, can be based upon a lie that you've believed about yourself or about God or about any number of things. I know I, I encountered, I remembered a, a, a gentleman who was on his deathbed, really, and he was sure that God had totally rejected him. Someone along the way had told him that he had gone too far and God had turned him over to Satan. <laughs> And I, I had heard of such a thing, but I, I had never run into anything up to that point face-to-face where a guy had believed a lie that God had given up on him. He, he, he was certain God had given up on him. And that lie had gotten so much hold of him, he had decided that's the way he would go into eternity. And I remember it was, it was, it was something made me so angry because I knew that was a lie from hell designed to destroy him. Because Jesus is more than, than just what is true. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus wants to annihilate every lie that's in your life. That's one of the values of Bible study. And that's why I'm glad we had Scott on today, is being around the truth will annihilate the lies that you have in your life. And that's the purpose of hanging around the church, really, is to hang around where the truth is being told And the book of Proverbs says to buy the truth and to sell it not, because Jesus said this, the truth will set you free. It will set you free indeed. When Jesus said he was the truth, it was the Greek word alethanos, which means to be absolutely, completely, purely the absolute truth. All that Jesus is, is the truth for you right now. And I have had some amazing truths that God has brought to people and freed them. I was working with a girl that was dying from anorexia nerviosa at one time in my ministry, and she was starving herself to death. And I got the help of a, a woman counselor to go with me to see her because she was she was going to die. She hadn't eaten for 
so long and they were feeding her intravenously and that was only going to work for so long. And I've never seen anyone who looked more dead than this young woman up at the University of Washington Hospital. And when I brought this per, uh, 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 counselor who was a, a friend of mine, she she leaned over to look into this girl's eyes and she said, what are you unwilling to confess? What are you unwilling to tell the truth about? And now I would never do that. I'm not accomplished enough counselor to know when that's the appropriate approach or not. And do you know that that young girl confessed a crime? She faced the truth. She said, that's the truth. She told the truth and she had a stunning recovery because of the truth that came to her life. And do you know that that girl started eating the next day because just stating the truth, running from the falsehood and the lie that she had thought she had to build her life around brought health to her. Satan is the father of lies. We are the children of the truth. And that's when we come to God, we can be freed from different lies that we've been told. I, I've already stated Ron's story. I mean, what a tragic story. His father told him his whole life he would never, he would never amount to anything. He would never be any good. And that lie was pounded on him day and night for so long that he began to believe it, and he became actually a murderer. And I, I think that that's one of the things we need to know as parents uh, of kids is to annihilate lies, to destroy lies to find a lie and get rid of it. Right now, I'll guarantee you, probably every one of us listening to me right now has a lie that the enemy is trying to perpetrate on you. Some lie. I, and, it, and you can usually spot a good lie from hell by the level of fear you have. <laughs> I know. I was getting fearful the other night about finances. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of an old guy now. I don't, I don't have that much longer to build up much, many more resources. And the more I thought about it, pretty soon I was believing the lie that God was limited in my life. And I, I thought about, and I'm, I'm getting more and more worried. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. I've got God in my life. And I have unlimited dimensions available through me. And when I started talking about that truth to myself, in fact, I took little notes and wrote out a little paragraph about the unlimited nature of God, joy began to fill my heart because a lie was destroyed. I, I, have, seen, I have seen good friends blow apart because of lies that somebody told them about the other. I've seen churches ruined by lies. I've, I've seen amazing, amazing healings happen when people start telling the truth. And that's why we are called children of the truth. So I wanted to today's show talk a little bit about in the whole context of killing lies in our life. Spot the lies. Get rid of them. Well, how do you spot them? Be people of the Bible. Be people of the truth. Fortify your life with the truth and destroy the lies that the enemy wants to perpetrate on you. Remember what he did in the garden with Adam and Eve? Remember he said, did God say, did God say, trying to get a half-truth out there. Every problem you have in your life, I want to guarantee you, has probably been perpetrated on you by a lie to begin with. That's, that's one of the values of being a student of the Bible, of the truth, is lies are destroyed by the power of the truth in Jesus Christ at all times. Sometimes I'm asked in the context of today's show, how do how do I have a time what we sometimes call devotional time? I like to call it uh, 
our meeting with the truth, our, our bringing our open heart before God every day. How do we do that? I'm sometimes asked that as a pastor, and sometimes it's called how to have a devotional time. I, I kind of like it, how to have an open hearted time with God. And I, I thought I'd close today's show with just saying, if you, if you wonder how to have an open time with God, let me, let me give you this little outline. I think you'll find it helpful uh, as from one senior a warrior in, the, in God's kingdom to, to you. Number one, always have a time in your life every day where you come and ask for forgiveness. Keep your heart clear because when your heart is clear, you'll be more available for the truthful relationship with the Holy Spirit. So every day, tell you what I do. I have a little notebook. In fact, I've got it right here in the studio with me. I have dozens of these notebooks, and I start the day, and I write down, number one, what do I need to clear my heart of? Am I holding ought against someone? Have I, do I have an unconfessed sin? And, and I like to call that, number one, Jesus told us this every day, to come, and we can, seven times 70, ask God to forgive. We're to accept forgiveness from one another. So I always say, I want to have a clearing heart time. What is it I need to say, Jesus, forgive me? Number two, I will also ask this. What, has, what have I left undone that God has told me to do in my life today? It's a great way to start a day, by the way. What have I left undone that God has told me to do? And, and you know, I don't know if you're like me. I always have something I haven't quite, uh, you know, finished. It's not always bad. It's not always an indictment. It's, you know, one, one was this morning— I realized there was a friend of mine who's been having a real struggle on the other side of the country, and I hadn't, I hadn't gotten hold of him, and he has often gotten hold of me, and it was some unfinished business. So I called him up and said, hey, I want to deal with that. I want to, I, want to, I want to make sure I don't have any loose ends that are left undone. Third, I, I like to take a time every day and review a promise that God has given me. I, I collect promises, and I review them. I, my promise this morning was Psalms 81.10. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. And I try to remember a promise that God has given me from the Scripture. Sometimes it's, it's out of the book of Job, I'm gonna, where I read his 42. I read it the other day and was reminded that God always intends a sound ending. He's going to give Job twice as much as he had. God wants a strong ending. So I'll review and say, God, I expect a strong ending. I thank you for that. So a review of your life every day. Those are three little things. Clear your heart, check for unfinished business, grab hold of a promise, and I encourage you, if you take those three steps at the beginning or the end of every day, I think you'll find that your, what we call devotional times, have a lot more meaning for you. As we go today, let me remind you, if you'd like to get some of the Logos study material, go to go to logos.com slash caught on tape and you will make certain we get (laughs) from them uh, some airtime and you'll get their products and they will all be happy you'll be happy and I'll be happy and the Lord will be amazingly strong in your life when you fortify your knowledge of him with the products they have I'm telling you it's the greatest stuff you'll ever see God bless you I hope you enjoyed the show today I hope you'll be back because we've got some more good stuff to cover next week Caught on Tape with Doug Murin is a listener and friend-supported program. Your help with the show and expanding the evangelism events of Doug Murin is appreciated. You can write Doug Murin, Caught on Tape, 
at 1806 Fifth Street, Wenatchee, Washington, 98801. Or online at DougMurinRadio.com.